Hello, I'm Kerry Fink, and so excited and honored to be here today with Glenn Reppel as we continue our dialogue about Kingdom Living. You know, Kingdom Living is the podcast that is designed to help all of us uh, reach kind of the green line living that uh, God has created us, created for us from the foundation of the earth. And Glenn, I am so excited about today's topic. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic, Gary. You know, we were talking just before we uh, uh, started working with the podcast. You know, today's title is Power of Words, and it prompted us to have a discussion a little bit offline before, the, before we began that I was talking about as a child, I remember uh, when they would teach us in Sunday school about Genesis 1-1 and God created the earth. And it was easy for me as a child to uh, imagine you know, uh, God said, let there be light. That wasn't hard to, to get a concept for. But I remember similarly uh, at the time as a child walking through uh, John 1.1, where it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Now, as a child, because I, I could understand let there be light or God moved the uh, uh, hovered over the face of the deep. And, you know, those kind of things were visual. This is a little bit more, I would say, transformational. And it requires, Glenn, that we uh, uh, get to a place where we can kind of see what's really going on here. And one of the comments that uh, we were talking about uh, just a few moments ago is the fact that it's, it's why people oftentimes have trouble when they pick up a Bible for the first time. They see it as a history book. They try to figure out the relevance of it. They're trying to understand why they read through it, why it's organized the way it is. And it's like for those of us who study, we understand there's a moment of, there's like an aha moment, Glenn. There's a, there's a point where the words just lift up off the page and it becomes a living document. And it's no longer uh, this thing that we're trying to make sense of, it all of a sudden speaks to us, just like John 1.1 moves from being a confusing passage to being a real revelational passage. Yeah, that feeds right into what we're talking about today. That's good, Kerry. No, it's exciting. And so when we talk about words, uh, I think this is going to be not only important as we develop on our own path for kingdom living, but it's going to have ramifications for all of those that of the people that we run into on a day-to-day -day basis, Glenn. With that, I'm excited. Let's get going. Okay. Well, good. Well, let, let's just start by asking a question. And, and it's so neat to ask questions. And, and again, uh, you and I have said these things many times in, in past webinars and in public speakings, but which is greater and more powerful? You know, what, what, which one of these is, is greater, more preferable? What you see or what you don't see? Now, that's, that, this is a big question. Which is greater and more powerful? What you see or what you don't see? And which one created the other? And we just got to let that question sink in. And, and the truth, the truth is the unseen is greater than the seen. So what we're going to do today is put the fraud fire extinguisher on the scene. We're going to put the fraud fire extinguisher on the scene. 
And let's see how this plays into this next question also. Is, is what are the three greatest historical events ever? And you know that we start most of our podcasts with this because we have to, we have to really grasp uh, these things. What are the three greatest historical events ever? And when I talk to pastors, many times they'll say birth, death, resurrection. And that's true. That's one of them. But that's number three. We, got, we need to go back to the beginning. And, and, and the beginning is the kingdom of God was creation. God spoke. And this is what you said. He spoke the word that became flesh and dwelt among. He spoke, let there be light. And it was the word, the words were spoken and are powerful words. Life and death is in the power of our words, our tongue. And so he created, God created the heavens and the earth. This is the kingdom of God that he created. And then the second most, now again, let me, let me just go back a second here. This green line represents the intended purpose that God had for man. This was what he wrote, Kerry. He wrote yours and my name and everybody's name into the book of life. This is his intended purpose, is life in the spirit forever and ever. So he created everything, but how did it go? Well, not too well, because he gave man a, the choice. He gave them to choose. We could choose. We could choose to follow God, the creator, or we can choose to go our own independent way. And Adam chose to rebel against God and decided to go his own way. And so consequently, we have what's called the fall. And in the fall, we have where man rebelled against God and, and the kingdom of darkness came in. And with the kingdom of darkness, we have what love is not. It's the anger, or rude, envy, prideful, selfish, unforgiving, boastful. We delight in evil. So, so this is the world that we're born into. And I love asking the question, too. Also, when did death, sickness, and disease start? Which started at the fall. This was a choice that man made. And Carrie, you and I are born into this world with the symptoms of this world too, which is the guilt and the shame and the pain and condemnation and inferiority complex. This orphan spirit looking for our father, the spirit of rejection, the spirit of injustice, and the spirit of fear that is rampant so much. We know more about sickness and disease than we do about our father, the creator of the heavens and earth. We are spending more time in sickness than we are about studying the word and knowing the word that became flesh. So I'm hopeful today we're going to really empower our, our people to get into the word of God, to understand that the word is Jesus and he became flesh because what he did is he came to bring redemption to all mankind. So uh, not only did God speak the word into existence, the word became flesh, dwelt among us, and redeemed us back 
into the new creation life that God had intended for us to be back in. Because what we did is we died. We died spiritually. Because what we've got is the kingdom of darkness, which is the kingdom of the spiritual death. But God came to bring us life, which is spiritual life. Because we have to understand that we're three-part beings. We're spirit, we're soul, and we're body. We're getting to understand these because I'm going to be talking more about the body, what we, what we see, what we hear, what we taste, what we smell, and what we feel. We're going to be talking about that because, because that's been the senses that have dri driven us here. But what we have is Jesus redeemed us back to our fatherhood. And then when we come to Christ and are born, reborn again in the spirit. The spirit world becomes real to us. We're reestablished, reconnected, and refathered with our father. Our purpose in life is reestablished. And with this, what we find is that God's love becomes real. And the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So what happens, we, we start having victory over, over death, over all that red line, and we've moved into our kingdom of God purpose. And with this, now we have the fruit of the Spirit, which is God's divine love, his joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, uh, just oozing and overflowing out of us because God's love is patient, kind, truthful, trust, protects, hopes, and perseveres. So this is what God is, and his love is being restored back to us. This isn't something we can get through self-effort. It's God's Holy Spirit living inside of us. So our redemption, Carrie, is not about anything that we've done. It's a free gift. It's God's gift to us. So it's a matter of receiving, unwrapping this package of God's love through Jesus Christ for us and receiving all, all the Holy Spirit has for us. So we're going to put the fraud fire extinguisher on these five senses here of what we see, what we hear, what we smell, what we taste, and what we touch. Because this is the way we've been trained, is that we believe that what we see is greater than the creator. <laughs> we believe that what we hear with our own ear is greater than the voice of God. Mm -hmm. And so the truth is God's word is being revealed. And you were talking about that before we came on, on the podcast here, is that it's a continuous revelation of him showing us new ideas. And what we have to realize that the enemy of God is a traitor. And, and this is in Ezekiel 28, 16, which we bring up in most of the podcasts, because what's happened, we've, we've traded the truth for lies and, and and by the abundance of your trading by the abundance so 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 uh satan uh and, and lucifer here you became filled with violence within and you sinned therefore i cast you this is out as a profane thing out of the mountain of god and i destroyed you O covering chair for out of the midst of the fire stones so what are we trading what we've done is we've traded the revelation of God's word 
for trusting in our five senses. See, that's what the enemy wants. But Jesus came and restored through the Holy Spirit the revelation of God's word. As you were talking before it came on, and, 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 and I'll share this with, with, with the people too, is that it's just like all of a sudden a fire comes inside of our belly when all of a sudden we're reading the word. You go, oh, wow, this is what this means. And this is why we're doing the podcast, Harry, is because uh, we're, we're, this isn't just historical facts. This is really the revelation of God's word that has become real. The spirit world is real. God is spirit and truth, and we worship him in spirit and truth. So what we see here, uh, God's word is profitable trading. So what we want to do, we want to trade the tradition and doctrine of man for God's glory. We want to trade the lies that the enemy has brought in and what we've accepted. And this could be generational lies in our family too, for the truth and freedom that we have in Christ Jesus. We want to try and trade that old, because Jesus traded our old nature for the new creation life. We're going to trade the knowledge of man in the five senses for the wisdom of God. We want to trade the seen for the unseen, which is more powerful, much more profitable. We are trained trade the natural for the supernatural because we can speak things. We can speak life. We want to trade time for being outside of time in the moment because when we work with our own agenda, anxiety and pressures and things go on that just cause a lot of anxiety. But when we're in the moment, in the presence of God, and this is a part of when we enter into his presence with thanksgiving because when we, when his revelation, knowledge of his word to go, oh wow, we just slide right into his presence. And we trade, we want to trade the fear for his perfect love of the Father through Jesus Christ, because perfect love gets rid of fear. We are to trade that insecurity, that heaviness that we have for the safety and security we have in Christ Jesus. We want to trade, and again, this is in the atmosphere right now, the hopelessness, the hopelessness of our economy, the hopelessness that we have in sickness and disease and, and just finding jobs. We want to trade that hopelessness for the redeemed life of Jesus Christ. We brought hope to us. We want to trade death for life, the kingdom of darkness, for the kingdom of God, the kingdom of life. We want to trade the shame and guilt for the love and acceptance that our father has for us. We want to trade that lack, that lack we have for the abundance, for the abundance that God has. He owns everything. He's our daddy. He created it. He owns everything. We want to trade unforgiveness. We're holding on to unforgiveness. Oh, it just, it is a spirit of death and confidence. We're going to trade unforgiveness for the gift, for the forgiveness that God has given us through Jesus Christ, because he's forgiven us, we can then go forgive others. We want to trade, trade that sin consciousness that we carry around inside of us for the righteousness consciousness, because he has made us in right standing to enter into his presence, carried not by what you and I do, 
by by all the righteous things we can try to do to earn our way uh, to, to, to God is by what Jesus Christ did. He did it. He took all the sin and now he's made us righteous. We trade that orphan spirit for the dearly loved, that we're dearly loved sons and daughters of the father. And we trade the slavery and bondage uh, of the past uh, to the to, to the slavery and to, to the way we, what we see, what we hear, what you know, we all all that flesh versus to to hear the voice of God, to have the freedom of liberty that we have in Christ Jesus. We trade the sickness and health. We didn't have sickness uh, before the fall, but when Jesus Christ said it is finished, He nailed sickness, disease, and death on the cross, and he says, it is finished. Do we believe that? Do we trust in this? Is, is, is the unseen God greater than the seen sickness? God is greater. He made us in his image and likeness as spirit beings. He is great. He took all of that on the cross. Not anything we do. It's us receiving his healing, his health that he took. He restored us in new creation. He can bring new body parts to you, even. This is what he wants to do. You seek him, you find him when you seek him with all of your hearts. We trade injustice, the injustice of this world for the justice when he says, and we have some podcasts we've done on this, and we go into the courts of heaven, and heaven is open now, and he says, you're not guilty because of the blood of Jesus. And we trade, let's trade the depression, heaviness, worry, and anxiety for the perfect shalom peace, the rest and joy that we have in resting in Christ. And we trade my will for God's will, seeking first the kingdom of God, in his righteousness. So we need to understand, and this is such a great graphic that, that I think shows, Carrie, what you and I were talking about. What we've operated on is we can read the Bible by what we see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. But when we recognize that heaven is open and that revelation knowledge where God just breathing his word through the word of God and it just lights us up uh, and that fire just comes in and we go, wow, this is the truth. There's nothing like that. That brings peace and joy uh, to our heart. It just fills us overflowing. And that's not like reading any book. God is revealing himself to us on a daily basis. So the question is, what are we hearing? Are we hearing our voice, man's voice? Are we, what are we seeing? See, we can see with, he wants us to hear and see with his eyes. He wants us to taste his word and know that his word is good and eat of his word. Now, this is where it became real to me. I, I was challenged after I came to Christ. And again, when I, when I got discipled, I came to Christ in business, was discipled in business, and I heard the voice of God, really real that God loves me. God is love and the accessor. I heard that voice. 
And the man that discipled me, he says, one day you're going to learn to feed yourself. And I didn't totally understand because I was so dependent upon him uh, teaching me and, and, and telling me where to go. But he would always say, go back into the word of God, read it, look it up. And, and then I was in a men's group with man in the mirror, Pat Morley, and he challenged the room full of about 150 of us to read the Bible through in a year. So I took that challenge. I took the challenge, read the Bible through in the year, in a year. And, and, and I did it for, for two reasons. One, because I want to say I've read the Bible through in a year. And then the second behind that was, I really wanted to know God. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm being truthful here. And, and so I wanted to know the word of God, but I really went. So it was in the second year of reading the Bible through in a year, in the second year that I came to this scripture. And then all of a sudden it started unraveling. For, for this is Paul speaking now. For I want you to know, brethren, for the gospel which was proclaimed and made known to me by me is not man's gospel, a human invention, according to a pattern after any human standard. For indeed, it did not, I did not receive it from man, nor was I taught it, but with it, but it came to me through a direct revelation given by Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Boy, when we, and that just spoke right to my heart. And I go, oh, wow. I've been reading the Bible as a book and memorizing history and trying to get dates and times and all these things. But what he's wanting to do is manifest, live inside of me through the Holy Spirit, reveal who Jesus Christ is. So the Holy Spirit is revealing Jesus and what he's done for us. And we're going to talk about a little more about this as we, we move on. But all of a sudden, the light bulb just started clicking on. And from there on, uh, that was kind of the beginning of, of some of the writing uh, of, of the Rebel Minute, too. It started revealing the writing. And I could see even my past writing, as I still was writing uh, kind of like a religious writing. And then all of a sudden his revelation came along. Oh, he just started revealing his word and the writing started coming. And again, I don't call myself a writer because he is the writer. He's revealing his word on a regular basis. Uh, so this isn't me, this is the Holy Spirit. So, and again, you'll, you'll notice also in our teachings of these podcasts, uh, these aren't opinions. We're showing you the word of God. Now, here's one in Romans 4.12 that is just so good, too. For, 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 and this is the word of God. For we have the living word of God, which is full of energy. And this is so neat. Like a two-mouth sword. Now, we, 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 in many of the translations, it talks about a double-edged sword. But here in the Passion Translation, it talks about a two-mouth sword. It will even penetrate to the very core of our being where soul and spirit, bone and marrow meet. So we're again dealing with the three parts, the spirit, the soul, and, and the flesh, the, the, the body. It penetrates and reveals the true thoughts and secret motives of our hearts. So what we have in the footnote in the Passion, it talks about God speaks his word. He's speaking. He spoke it into existence, and it, and it continues to speak. It continues to wash over us. So his word, his, his word speaks. 
then we in agreement also speak his word and it becomes a double mouth sword. So as it, and that's what we're doing here, Carrie, we're speaking his word. We're not just reading it. We're speaking it here as to this double mouth. We're hearing it. We're speaking it. And so his word is being revealed and it's truth and it's life. And then another, uh, another uh, uh, scripture is in Matthew 7, 24 through 20, 27. And we, we know this scripture, but look at this, how it really plays. Because this is the wise and the foolish builder. So everyone who does what? Hears. So this is in hearing with our ears, hears these words, the revelation of God's word. Hears these words of mine and does what? Acts on them. So we have to hear. See, because what happens, we're hearing with our own ears. We're probably not going to act. But if God is speaking his word to us, we're going to act on it. So, so everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on, on them will be like what? A wise man, a far-sighted, practical, sensible man who builds his house on the foundation of the rock of Jesus Christ, the revelation knowledge of God. And here it is. And the rain fell down, the floods and the torrents came, and the winds blew and slammed against that house, yet it did not fall because it was founded on the rock. It didn't say because we heard the word of God, we're not going to have storms in life, we're just founded and grounded in the revelation word of God, and we're putting it into practice. Now, everyone who hears these words of mine, and does not do them will be like a foolish, stupid, <laughs> love that word, stupid man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, the floods and the torments, torrents came, the winds blew and slammed against that house, and it fell, and great and complete was its fall. So here it's putting the word of God into practice. No, I was just going to say it's so important because that's what we were talking about at the outset is when you understand the value of God's word and how it appropriates for you, it moves you to a whole different level of understanding of everything kingdom living. Because again, when you, when you are following that word, and that's what, Glenn, that's what you're talking about. The fact is that you know, what you're teaching is not an opinion. You are just pulling it straight out of the word of God. And that is the truth and the foundation where all this, all this actually is revealed to us. Amen. And, 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 and the neat part of this is everyone can get it. They can learn to feed themselves on a daily, daily basis. And we're not dependent upon man because the word of God is real. It's alive. It is active. And he wants to commune and he wants us to enter into his presence. He wants to pray. He wants us to pray. And again, the statement that we've been making, heaven is open. 
It's open now. Heaven isn't something we go to later. Yes, that happens too, but heaven is open now. We can enter into his presence now. So let's look at 1 Corinthians 2, uh, 10 through 15. And then this is also the Passion Translation. And, and we'll, we'll understand why some people uh, just don't get it. And again, don't forget, what we're doing is, is we've been trained to, to what we see, to what we hear, what we feel, what we, we smell, and what we taste. That, that's, that's our flesh. That's our body. And our body tells then the soul, if I touch something, this is hot. Well, I need to stay away from that. But also we see danger with our eyes. Fear can enter into our emotions. But, but also with David and Goliath. Everybody was fearful when they saw this big giant because David had an unfair advantage over Goliath because the God that was inside of David was greater than this little tiny ant of Goliath. So we know that God defeats the evil. He's defeated evil through the blood of Jesus Christ. It gives us a whole different platform to operate in in the spirit so so here we are with first corinthians 2 but god now unveils these profound realities to us by what by the spirit yes he has revealed revealed revelation to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the holy spirit so again when we come to christ we're born again we communicate to God in the spirit. This is new. This is our communication. This is where we hear. This is where we see. This we we touch. See, we're so used to, 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 to hearing with our own ears, but that voice, when I heard that voice, that God loves me, that stayed with me. He is love. And we, and again, the love, not like the world knows, this is a love that is an unconditional love. It's a giving. It's a generous love. It's not a quid pro quo love. This is a love that continues to overflow. It's his grace. It's his mercy. Uh, and even when I mess up, he still loves us, Carrie. And so it's revealed to the innermost, the mysteries of the Holy Spirit, who consistently explores all things. After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except for the person's spirit? So we connect to God in the spirit. But if we're connecting to the God in what we see, hear, smell, and so forth, now the question is, which one are we going to do with our soul? Our soul wants to, our mind, will, and emotions, we're going to connect with what we see, hear, and smell, or we're going to be connecting with the spirit. So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. For he did not we, for we did not receive the spirit of this world's system, the kingdom of darkness, but we received the spirit of God so that we might come to understand and experience all that grace, all the grace, the unmerited fear has lavished on us. And we articulate these realities with what? Words, with words imparted by the Holy Spirit and not with the words taught by human 
wisdom. We join together spirit revealed truths with spirit revealed words. That's what we're doing right now. There's revelation going on right now with the words we're speaking. And our prayer would be that his word is speaking to your spirit, your born again spirit. Someone living, here we go. Someone living on an entire land. Put this in red because this is the kingdom of this darkness. Someone living on an entirely human level rejects the revelation of God's spirit. Because they're, they're dealing with their own, what they could see and hear. For they make no sense to him. So God's, what we're speaking about today can make no sense to some people because they, they can't see it, feel and touch it. We can't understand that. He can't understand the revelations of the spirits because they are only discovered, is only discovered by the illumination. And again, this is why this picture is just so good. The God illuminating the word of God. And you see the light coming in into this young lady's face here. And that's what happens when revelation comes, the illumination of the spirit. Those who live in the spirit are, are able to carefully evaluate all things, and they're subject to the scrutiny of no one but God. Right. And then what we read in also Matthew 13, 10 through 13, again, uh, this has to do with him revealing God's wisdom. And I just love this because when this became real to me, and we've talked about this, he who has will be given more. He who does not have, even what he has, will be taken from him. I, I never forget asking that in many of the classes we teach, what is the has? And, and then all of a sudden, God's word reveals himself through his word. And so it's through this that he started showing to me what the has is. And this is the revelation of God's word, his truth. Then the disciples came to him, Jesus, and asked him, uh, why do you speak to the crowds in parables? And Jesus replied to them, to you, it has, it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. But to them, it has not been granted. But to you, it's been granted. For whoever has, and what is the has? Spiritual revelation, spiritual wisdom, because he is receptive to God's word. That's powerful. We could just stop right there. Are we receptive to the spirit, to the unseen spiritual world of God? To him, more will be given. See, that's why that green line shoots on up, because that's our intended purpose is to keep growing in the revelation. Not To him, more will be given, and he will be richly and abundantly supplied. But whoever does not have spiritual revelation, wisdom, because he has devalued, devalued God's word. Even what he has will be taken away from him. This is the reason I speak to the crowds in parables. Because while having the power, look at this, while having the power of seeing, seeing, they don't see. So they have the power to see the revelation knowledge, but because they're so blinded with their own eyes, they can't see the spiritual world. We don't see air, but we breathe it. 
you know, and, and so, uh, so, so seeing they do not see, and while having the power of hearing the voice of God, hearing they don't hear, nor do they understand and grasp the spirit life of God. See, because this goes back to the beginning, which is greater, what you see or what you don't see. And, and, and even that truth is hard for people because they're so, uh, they're so caught up in what they see and the unseen voice word of God spoke into existence the created life that we have right now. So let's look at some of the revealed truths of God's word. And we are citizens, we're children of God, we're citizens in the kingdom of God. So one of the revealed truths is we're the sonship, knowing I am loved and accepted and can enter into his rest. We're led by the Holy Spirit, living and dwelling inside us. Because Jesus came to redeem us, and then he left so that the Holy Spirit can live inside of man. And we could have dominion over, we could bring the kingdom of God to earth, to bring the values of the kingdom of God living inside of us to the atmosphere of earth. And the truth of God's word is shalom peace, the fruit of the spirit. We have the righteous, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We've been made righteous. So we've been trained so many times that we're sinners. Yeah, we were sinners, but because of the blood of Jesus, he's made us righteous. That's the old nature. And just because we sin, he's taken that sin on the cross that we're faithful and just to, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us. His blood is continually cleansing us of all unrighteousness. We've been made righteous, carried not by anything we've done, but what Jesus Christ did. And it reveals his truth to us and expect favor. Don't expect the curse, expect the favor because our father, we are sons. Expect health, wholeness, complete. When he said it is finished on the cross. These are heirs that are of truth that are revealed to us. He reveals his wisdom to us. And, and he reveals that we're blessed, we're prosperous, we're successful because of, of not who, of who he is and we're sons of and daughters of the father. In Avedon, there's a whole teaching that we have about how work is worship, because we deal with this idea that what we do on Sunday is sacred and what we do during the week is secular. No, it's all sacred. When we're born again through the Holy Spirit, uh, the word Avedon, when God spoke to Moses and the people have been enslaved for 400 years in Egypt, he says, go to the Pharaoh, Tell the Pharaoh to let my people go so that they can avidah. And the word avidah means work is worship. Our service, the things we serve. Our king wants to serve us. He wants to add. We just ask and he gives lavishly to us. And so uh, get good for we don't deserve. We get good. We don't deserve his mercy and his grace, but God redeemed us 
into. So we're getting what we don't deserve. What we deserve is as sinners, but by grace, he has saved us into this new creation life and fathered us, filled us with the Holy Spirit. So we have power over death and sin and over the enemy with he's conquered and he's given us dominion over the enemy. And receive the Father's love, knowing we are accepted and loved, and we're unconditionally loved by the Father. And we're and we're stewards. One of the things we do is we, when we start taking ownership on something, we're we're basically saying, God, you don't own it, I own it. No, we are managers of everything. He put us here to have to be managers over the creation to manage manage everything. He's he has created for his kingdom now. And, and, and we have been made righteous in Christ Jesus. And we seek, we seek righteousness and justice and, and forgiveness. Uh, it overcomes the injustice that we've had. We can, and this is, we talked about this in past podcasts. We can enter boldly, boldly into God's presence because of what Jesus Christ did, not what we've done. And we receive, so part of this is being revealed to us is receiving, believing, knowing, and trusting, much like the man who built his house on the rock. He trusted, he knew, he believed, and put it into action. And we are new creations. We're immortal. We're immortal. So here's the revealed truth to us, that the, and these are our legal rights that we've got, that we've gotten here. We're children of God as a citizen of the kingdom of God. These are the legal rights that we have as citizens. You belong in the family of God. You can enter his presence now. You, you've been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. You can experience heaven. Heaven is open now on earth because we, and we can experience the righteousness, peace, and joy of the Holy Spirit. You are restored You've been recreated back to God, with God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit living in us now. You have the legal, now look at this. We have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. We have the word of God living in us now. So heaven is open. Heaven is open. God's word is alive. It's living in us. And he wants to reveal himself to everyone through the blood of Jesus Christ. And it is open. We can enter into his presence. So powerful, Glenn, because what we're talking about when we're talking about the power of words, uh, I just think this is an exceptional teaching from the standpoint uh, that as we began and we were talking about the fact that there's a level of revelation that has to come to you so that you can really pull out all that God intended for you to receive out of out of just this message in particular and so uh glenn one of the things we want to offer people who've uh, been joining us today is we want to make available uh that revealed truth of god's word uh it's a beautiful pdf it's got that wonderful um piece of artwork where jesus is breathing the holy spirit into that bible so that uh, the lady who is receiving it is just lit up with that radiance of it. And it has those 17 
uh, truths, I think, that are so important for people to be able to access. So we're going to make that available to you. Uh, all you have to do is click on the little icon and we will ship that to you on your email. So you'll be able to access that directly. And uh, Glenn, I just think that is why these teachings are so important because they help us extrapolate and extract and understand on a spiritual level all those words that we see otherwise, which would otherwise just be black and white on the page. It goes back to the heart of that uh, uh, Bible passage you shared earlier, where you said the people who don't see this in the spirit, to them, it just looks like words on a page. But once you have that spirit breathed on you, it starts now to, you get to see things go well beyond the, like I said, the, the black and white typeface that you're otherwise looking at. Just great teaching. And, and again, we're, we're so trusting of man's word that we don't hear God's word. And again, somebody could be suffering with a sickness, a disease. And, and what does God word, God's word says? By his stripes, we are healed. Yes. That doesn't mean you don't have sickness or that disease, but which one are we going to trust in, believe, and put our faith in, and, and profess, and confess? By his stripes, I am healed. What are the words that we're speaking? Oh, I got cancer. I got liver disease. I, I got diabetes. What are we speaking? No, I have the blood of Jesus. <laughs> I've taken the vaccine of the blood of Jesus that continually covers and washes over me on a daily basis. I've been healed, redeemed, and set free by the blood of Jesus. What are we speaking over ourselves? What are the words that we're speaking? We want to speak life to ourselves and to others that we're with. And that's why this is so important. Number one, for those of us that uh, are spirit-filled, it's just a wonderful, deeper revelation and a reminder of all that's there. And if you're new to this, this whole kingdom living concept, and you're putting it all together, but you are you're, uh, have a passion to go deeper in the things of the Lord, this is a great series. You can, uh, we are uh, so deep into the series now, Glenn, that uh, we're actually, this is the 39th episode of Kingdom Living, all based on, and we haven't really talked about this, this all sort of stems from this book you wrote, Glenn, called Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy. And it's through the lies of the enemy <laughs> that, that, that we really start to see the flip side of that, which is all the blessings that God has created for us. So I want to encourage you, if you haven't had a chance to grab a copy of Fraud, uh, is available on Amazon. You can click through to the repelminute.com. There's a lot of great resources at the repelminute.com that you'll want to access. So it's a very important uh, site just to, to jot down, the repelminute.com. Why do I say that? Number one, you can go and explore the entire fraud series. It's all right there. It's available for you. You can access any of the, the uh, elements of kingdom living along the way. In particular, I want to encourage you to go back and look at, there's an episode, the very first episode we actually are tackling 
those three greatest historical events. Uh, a couple other great foundational uh, segments that I, that I like to recommend is episode number six and seven, where Glenn does a two-part teaching on the green line and red line living. So you really get that seated in how you how you view uh, what's going on around you. And there are so many excellent uh, materials, everything from uh, episodes like Victory Over Death to Right to Be a Child of God to just the one that we just were talking about, The Power of Words. You can also access Glenn's The Repl Minute. Now, this is something Glenn has been doing continuously since 2006. It's a daily nugget of, of biblical, uh, I guess I would call it empowerment, but it's a short, quick way to start your day with a kingdom living principle that's going to benefit you. You can catch them every morning on the REPL Minute. You can, for example, also find them on the REPL Minute YouTube page, or if you like Facebook, you can find them right there on the REPL Minute on Facebook. Or if you go to the repleminute.com, you can, we'll be happy to drop them directly into your email every morning. So as you're uh, getting your day started, you'll be able to access that and work with that. Glenn, there's just so much volume of materials for people to access. You've made all of this available to, to folks so they can just find it right there in the, the repleminute.com. And it's what you're talking about today. It's the, it's the power of words that really shape uh, our lives. And as we get ready to close, Glenn, I wanted to ask if you would pray uh, for the literally the thousands who view this message, uh, not only around the United States, but literally globally, because now more than ever, we need to seek that kingdom living uh, way that God has created us from the foundation of this earth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go before the Lord. Father, you said, if we seek you, we will find you. And we seek you with all of our heart. We seek you. We seek you now. We want to know you. We want to know who you are. Fill us. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Teach us. Guide us. Direct us. Show yourself. Speak to us. May we hear your voice. May we see your face. May we taste your goodness. May your word be revealed alive and active in our hearts. May the burn and the overflowing joy of your word, word just become real to us. Father, we just thank you. Thank you for your word. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for living in, inside us. And thank you for forgiving us of all of our sins and iniquities and that you've given us life. Father, we just thank you. We just praise you that this word does not return void. It impacts people's lives. It brings healing and health and life to the listeners. We just lift this up in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And uh, we are so grateful for your time and your tuning in and spending your time with Kingdom Living. You can always reach us at info at therepleminute.com. Share your testimony. Share this message with friends. Uh, and thank you for uh, taking the time to join us today. Until our next episode, we hope that you will be enjoying Kingdom Living. Thanks again, Glenn. And thank you, viewer, for joining us. God bless you.